Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 50, verses 1 through 6. The Mighty One, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around him. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by a sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. First Kings chapter 11, verses 26 through 40. Jeroboam, son of Nebat, an Ephraimite of Zeredah, and servant of Solomon, whose, name, whose mother's name was Zeruah, a widow, rebelled against the king. The following was the reason he rebelled against the king. Solomon built the Milo and closed up the gap in the wall of the city of his father David. The man Jeroboam was very able, and when Solomon saw that the young man was industrious, he gave him charge over all the forced labor of the house of Joseph. About that time, when Jeroboam was leaving Jerusalem, the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, found him on the road. Ahijah had clothed himself with a new garment. The two of them were alone in the open country. When Ahijah laid hold of the new garment he was wearing and tore it into twelve pieces. He then said to Jeroboam, Take for yourself ten pieces, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, See, I am about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon, and will give you ten tribes. One tribe will remain his, for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, the city that I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. This is because he has forsaken me, worshipped Astarte, the goddess of the Sidonians, Shamash, the god of Moab, and Milcom, the son, the god of the Ammonites, and has not walked in my ways, doing what is right in my sight, and keeping my statutes and my ordinances, as his father David did. Nevertheless, I will take the whole kingdom away from him, but will make him ruler all the days of his life. I will not take the whole kingdom away from him. For the sake of my servant David, whom I chose, and who kept my and who did keep my commandments and my statutes. But I'll take the kingdom away from his son and give it to you, that is, the ten tribes. Yet to his son I'll give one tribe, so that my servant David may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city where I've chosen to put my name. I'll take you, and you shall reign over all that your soul desires. You shall be king over Israel. If you'll listen to all that I command you, walk in my ways and do what is right in my sight by keeping my statutes and my commandments, as David my servant did, I will be with you, and you will build an enduring house, as I built for David, and I will give Israel to you. For this reason I will punish the descendants of David, but not forever. Solomon therefore sought to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam promptly fled to Egypt, to King Shishak of Egypt, and remained in Egypt until the death of Solomon. Second Corinthians chapter 2 Verses 12 through 17. When I came to Troas to proclaim the good news of Christ, a door was opened to me in the Lord. 
but my mind could not rest because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said farewell to them and went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads in every place the fragrance that comes from knowing him. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one, a fragrance from death to death, to the other, a fragrance from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? For we are not peddlers of God's word like so many, but in Christ we speak as persons of sincerity, as persons sent from God standing in his presence. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Thursday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 50, 1 Kings 11, and 2 Corinthians 2. And the <clears throat> the New Testament reading is very brief, but in the 1 Kings reading, we have the first sign of division in the unified kingdom of Israel. And it comes in the form of Jeroboam. And the, the, the passage we have is, uh, it's interesting because it refers to a rebellion. Um, and the reason he rebelled was that uh, Solomon built a fortress at Milo and closed up the gap in the wall in the city of his father David. Um, and it doesn't explain why that was an incitement to rebel. Um, most historians and uh, elsewhere in the Bible, it talks about how Solomon, and toward the end of this reading it does as well, but how Solomon uh, had engaged in excesses. Uh, he had forced labor, um, and his taxes were, were higher than they should have been, uh, and the people grew discontent. So Ahijah uh, tells um, Jeroboam, uh, and it, it appears as though Ahijah is, is an authentic prophet, and he says, because of Solomon's um, dalliances with other gods, I'm going to punish him and the house of David, but not forever. I'm going to take 10 tribes, and they're going to be the northern tribes, uh, collectively referred to as Samaria. I'm going to take them from him, and he is no longer going to be king over them, but he will retain his rule over Jerusalem. Um, and uh, his tribe, Judah, and also Benjamin, they remain in the uh, southern kingdom. Um, but before all that happens, um, after Ahijah speaks with Jeroboam, he gets you know some ideas and he starts talking with people, and Solomon hears um, something. Um, and uh, as is customary, happens over and over and over. When someone's trying to kill you, you flee to Egypt for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but uh, Solomon hears, and that's why he flees to King Shishak of Egypt, and he waits until Solomon dies. Um, and elsewhere in the Bible, we'll see that um, Jeroboam doesn't rebel outright. He um, he actually tries to speak with um uh, Rehoboam, I think. I always get it wrong. Um, uh, who is Solomon's son and successor, um, who continues on Solomon's um, high taxes and uh, eccentricities and, and everything else. Um, so he does rebel, just not 
here in this passage. Um, and the reason for it is is not explained um, other than that Solomon built a fortress at, at Milo and closed up some gap in the wall in the city of his father in Bethlehem. Um, and so the, the, the reasoning is kind of vague. Um, and elsewhere, it's given that, you know, it's just kind of typical political fare. The taxes are too high and, you know, the, the haves um, are seem to be exploiting um, the have-nots. Um, but it appears as though this has God's blessing. Um, that <clears throat> that Jeroboam um, isn't just like angry and taking it upon himself, but a prophet tells him that God has endorsed this thing and that it's you know it's up to Jeroboam to go do it now um, to take ten tribes and you know declare that they're no longer um, you know a part of or or aligned with the house of David. Um, and I, I think that's important because we have, you know, in Myanmar right now, we have this military coup, um, and it seems as though it's just the military was used to being in control and they didn't like, um, the elected president, so they drummed up charges, etc. And it's just a power grab. Um, Jeroboam, by all accounts, at least here, isn't a big military leader. He doesn't have much of anything other than his frustration and a word from God. Um, but that's all he needs because other people are also frustrated. And with this word from God, um, he takes it, he, he eventually, you know, he has the confidence he needs that he'll succeed and, and they depart. I don't know that there's any actual like overt fighting. I think they just say, look, uh, we're done. And um, so the I, I mentioned Myanmar because so many um, countries and nations and and people have been ruled basically like that. Um, the military is an extension of the king, um, and Myanmar kind of like you know sampled democracy. Um, and it isn't that the people didn't like it; it's that the the I don't know, the shadow king, I don't know what to call him, but whoever is ruling the military, um, that, you know, historically that's been the king's role is to is to command the military. Um, that's how, how power is exerted, not from the people, but from force. Um, and the, um, here in Jeroboam's quote-unquote rebellion, um, which we may get more tomorrow, um, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not a coup in in the sense like of of Myanmar. It isn't taken from Solomon or his son uh, Rehoboam. Um, but the on the one hand, God has endorsed it and and given reasons for why the house of David, Solomon's you know, father, um, why they're being punished and why they'll only have two tribes um, after you know kind of succumbing to excesses and and keeping the tax rate high and, and everything else. Um, <clears throat> so the um, I think the 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 point of inflection is you know what does it look like to um, uh, to rebel 
Um, and we don't get that again here in this passage, but it does not look like storming the capital um, and trying to kind of take matters into your own hands, whether that's the insurrectionists on January 6th or the Myanmar military. Um, but it's, um, I think we'll see later that um, it's much more about what's right, not about what we want. Um, and what's right is uh, that, you know, there's there's not, you know, dictatorship. The king, like David, he wasn't a dictator. He was the centralized figure at the top of the pyramid, um, but he didn't exert power over his people just because he could. He had moments of weakness, um, but he ruled in in, you know, in um, vicariously um, for God, not as God. Um, and so the the I think the lesson here is um, that no matter how bad things get, um, you have to do things for the right reason. And God here is giving Jeroboam the reason that he will succeed, um, the reasons why it's being you know the ten tribes are being torn from the house of David. Um, and this will, you know, this will have really important ramifications. You know, as as two different nations, they're weaker. You know, the uh, the Assyrians and the Babylonians will eventually um, come and overpower them and send them into exile. Um, but it seems as though the you know the will of the people and the will of God um, is is worth what they lose in um, you know in in seceding from the house of David. Um, it's worth um, striking out on their own because the alternative is not only mistreatment, um, but a nation and a king that doesn't respect and doesn't honor God in the way that God um, has has made clear um, that we must in order to remain in God's good graces. A prayer for sound government from the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, our governor, bless the leaders of our land, that we may be a people at peace among ourselves and a blessing to other nations of the earth. Teach our people to rely on your strength and to accept their responsibilities to their fellow citizens, that they may elect trustworthy leaders and make wise decisions for the well-being of our society, that we may serve you faithfully in our generation and honor your holy name. For yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. 
This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.